Good morning and welcome to The Hair Affair. This is your host, Christine. And today we are going to continue on with part two of the special series. And I suggest when you grab your cup of coffee and join me in the beauty lounge, make sure you grab a box of Kleenex as well. You might need them today. For today's little piece of history, this is what I have for you. This comes from the VFW or Veterans of Foreign Wars. What does Veterans Day mean to you? The VFW asks all Americans find a veteran and listen to their story. For the members of the Veterans of Foreign Wars, as well as the millions of others who have won the cloth of our military, all veterans share a common bond. At one time in their lives, they raised their right hand and solemnly swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, no matter if they served for two years or 42 years. All that veterans sacrificed something to serve their country and have called upon to lay down their lives in defense of it. Every one of them have a story to tell. However, those who have served only make up roughly 1% of our nation's population. And with the end of our nation's longest war and the veterans population dwindling, it's important to remember why we have Veterans Day in the first place. Initially called Armistice Day to come to com- commemorate the end of World War I, it was officially adopted into 1926 through a congressional resolution. It became a national holiday 12 years later by similar congressional action. However, World War I, if World War I had been the war to end all wars, as it was called, November 11th might be still called Armistice Day. However, World War II would prove otherwise. Realizing that peace was equally preserved by veterans of World War II and Korea, Congress decided to make the day an occasion to honor all those who had served America. In 1954, President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a bill proclaiming November 11th as Veterans Day. Since then, Veterans Day would come to acknowledge veterans of all wars and then also who once served in the U.S. military. Veterans Day is an opportunity to publicly commemorate the contributions of living veterans and to show appreciation toward them. But beyond the free meals, discounts, tributes, and platitudes given to veterans on this day, there is also an opportunity to truly show them your appreciation. If you find a veteran, ask them a few questions. Ask them when they served, where they served, what branch did they serve in, and what did they do while they served? What was it like to serve? And finally, why did they serve? Listen to their story, and then you will truly know about the service you are thanking them for. It will make all the difference to them and might give you a greater appreciation of our veterans and the freedoms they ensured we can all enjoy. Today's story comes from Angela Atherton, and she served in the Montana Army National Guard. Here's what she has to say. And today on our special series for Veterans Day, I have with me Angela Lyman. Did I say that right? Layman Atherton. Layman yeah. Ath- Ath- Atherton. <laughs> Atherton, yep. <laughs> okay. I just thought I would, first of all, say thank you so much for taking your time out today to do this because, I mean, it's your half a day off maybe and <laughs> you're spending some time with me where you could be spending it with your family. And so I truly appreciate you being here. It, it's my pleasure. Thank you for doing something like this. Um, it means a lot to not only me, but other veterans in our community for somebody taking the time to um, shed light on experiences and what it takes to bring us where we're at today. Yes. yes. So it means a lot to us as well. Well, good. I'm glad. I, I just hope to be able to give back 
in some way, or maybe even if there's other veterans that are listening and suffering right now to you that can have something they can connect to and understand a little bit better. Let's hear about you and your story. And did you ever envision yourself as a child going in to the military? When I was younger, I didn't. A lot of my family is military as well. My grandpa was in the in the army. I had my uncle Steve. He dropped out of high school when he was 16 and ended up going to Vietnam, was a helicopter gunner. I mean, crazy times really then. crazy times. My dad was in the Air Force and was stationed in Grand Forks, North Dakota, where my sister and brother were both born. I never really, never really thought about it. And then 9-11 happened and it just sparked something in me too. Sure. This is what I want to do. I just, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I was still young. I had a lot of time to figure it out. You know, we get the best of ourselves. You just don't really know what you want to do. You know that you, I've always known that I've been a people pleaser. I've always wanted to help people. Like it's always in my heart to, to take care of others. And I'm joining the army and I was 17 and same thing as your brother. I went to basic training between my junior and senior year of high school. I went to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri oh, wow. as a um, 92 Fox, a petroleum supply specialist. And I went back into my senior year. I went to Fort Lee, Virginia for my job training as a petroleum supply. And then I was deployed to Iraq six months out of high school. I was 19. Wow. And that really was most of my early adulthood. I just really learned how to grow up and adapt really early in life. And I feel like it was a really good experience for me. It was really crazy looking back on it now thinking, holy shit, how did I survive that? But it also brings a lot of light to to this day and age, how entitlement and how we survive. And I think back on how convenient it is to have all these things. And I look back and think, God, I remember days where I was cooking a cup of soup out in the sun on HESCO barriers and just doing whatever I could to survive and trying to remind myself of those things every day when... I feel overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and ungrateful and Mm -hmm. really look back on my military career and how thankful I am for the person that it shaped me to be outside of, of course, it always has the baggage that goes along with it, but I'm sure that's something that we'll talk about and the struggles that comes along with it, just the pure pride and confidence that you get from it knowing what you're capable of absolutely in life and what you can do to help others through those things. It's an amazing journey that's so hard to explain. And I think that the only people who are truly going to understand are those who have been in your Mm -hmm. boots and have been there and done that because I can't imagine being in some country clear across the you know the ocean fighting for your country well and every experience is different too i mean it doesn't matter where you go and what you do what your job is there's going to be struggles everywhere along the way and that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand is people that haven't been to combat like there's still there's so many demons within there's so many different battles to fight no matter where you're at just that being mentally strong enough to not only care for yourself but so many other people just signing up for that alone. You did say that the 9-11 happened and that's mm-hmm. when you knew inside of yourself that I'm going to be part of this and I'm going to help any way that I can. Yeah. Were most people at that age 
don't even understand what what, our, is. what that is, what, mm-hmm. what our flag even stands for, or yeah. the Constitution. That's just pure bravery, and that shows the type of person that you are as far as, like you said, wanting to help and take care of others, because I see that in you, but I also see in you that you love helping others, but you're still a very quiet person, and you had some hardship a little bit ago, and we don't have to go into detail about that or discuss it, and then after it's all over with you let the world know what was going on and I was like Angela yeah you should have said something and I would have done you know whatever to help but that's that is just kind of how I don't want to say retreat because that's not the right word but how you adapted to what was going on with you and pushed through it and worked and I mean here you are today yeah there's been been a lot through my journey over the years my military career like I said I was deployed at at 19 I went to Iraq for a year we my unit was a supply unit so we we were fuelers we were supply we did water purification we did anything from leading convoys throughout Iraq to supplying all the convoys with fuel that came throughout so we lived I was in Iraq 368 days wow I lived in a tent in this little truck stop we just met some amazing people and just really got to know some of the locals and learned a lot about the difference in culture mm-hmm. and why we were there. That whole transition, coming home and my unit was deployed again and I was unable to go with them because I was dealing with some medical things and my sister ended up being diagnosed with cancer oh, no. during that time. I ended up being a 100% match for a bone marrow donor. Wow. So I stayed home and donated bone marrow to my sister while my unit was deployed overseas. Yes, that is amazing. So she is 12 years, almost 13 years cancer-free. Every year we celebrate her rebirth and um, I was just really grateful for that opportunity to be home where I needed to be, just do what I felt was right. Absolutely. And then I was I was medically discharged from the military from some injuries just shy of 12 years. Oh, wow. In the Montana Guard, I moved here, so I was traveling back and forth to Montana for drill, and I stayed in the Montana Guard, and then um, I was unable to stay in. Did you meet Ryan in the Guard? Actually, I met him when I got home from Iraq. (laughs) I went back to quit my job that I was working. He was working there and somehow talked me into staying and we just really got to know each other and just we became really good friends and hung out more as friends and after a few months we started dating and just knew that we were meant to be. We were married within a year and we'll celebrate 18 years in April. And that's amazing. And two (laughs) Two boys. boys, Yep. One that just turned 15 yesterday. And the weirdest part is my nephew just turned 19. He was born when I was in Iraq and I was 19. Just to think of what's happened over the last 19 years, fitting in all that, I spent 12 years in the military. I have been married for almost 18. I have a 15-year-old and 11-year-old and numbers don't seem to make any sense to me at that point. No, they don't. (laughs) They really don't. (laughs) Just wait until just wait until you turn forty, and then (laughs) my husband just turned forty-one. So he's like, "I'm still. I just turned thirty-nine. Exactly. It's. (laughs) I think it's when you hit that magical number forty. I was excited. I wasn't one of those where I thought, 
oh no I'm turning 40 I was like oh yeah I'm turning 40 this is kind of cool you know and well and I feel that way too like I'm not age is just a number I feel very accomplished with where I'm at in life it's the fact that I'm only getting older and I feel like I still have so much life to live and so much to lose and I'm not ready to give that up and that's what scares me about being close to 40 (laughs) is that I know that I'm only getting older yeah but I mean isn't it true that they say age is only a number and you truly are that type of person because you're so you are full of life after everything you have experienced and you've come through it on the other side but you're just a happy person and you encourage people and you I don't think I've ever not seen a smile on your face. So that's just who you are. And I love it because that's it encourages me. That's what and helps me get through every day. <laughs> we'll see. There you go. Well, and I'm the type of person that humor is not everybody's cup of tea. So, you know, there's a level of sophistication. I feel like I can be a very sophisticated person, but I'm also I'm just a very down to earth and go with the flow. It helps me feel better every day. It's one of those things that helps me cope with the struggles that I deal with every day, you know, the pain and mental, I feel like humor and just that easygoing, it helps me through the stress. And I'm like, you know what, let's just crack a joke or let's do this because otherwise I could be a completely different person and somebody that I don't want to be. Sure. It helps me work through that overwhelming. And it also can help somebody else when somebody comes to me and I can see that they're having a bad day mm-hmm. you know when I interact with people instantly I can tell sometimes people do have that body language that comes across as they could either be a very mean person mm. and sometimes I just look at someone like are you okay and they're like it's been a day and I offer them a hug and nine times out of ten it changes somebody's day completely around. I've had people that have started crying. I've had people like, wow, I really needed that. And that's just the way that I would rather operate, knowing that I can help somebody else feel better. And it helps me feel better when I know that I feel that way. Somebody else probably does too. And it's something that we just don't talk about until we really need to talk about it. And I feel like that's the only option for me. I have too many people that rely on me. I have so many things that I've worked so hard for in life that that's the only other option is to wake up each day and figure out what I need to do to be the best version of myself for me and my family. I don't want my kids growing up thinking that there's any other way. I want them to know how to communicate and love and just be happy and they are Mm -hmm. when you were in theater did you use humor there too I did yeah I kind of I did (laughs) um everywhere I've been has just kind of been like that I've always been the we gave each other nicknames and we had a battle buddy when we we were always assigned a battle buddy everywhere we went and my battle buddy and I did not get along he was much older than me and he was oh we just clashed so much but we also had a very soft spot in our hearts for one another. And he ended up passing away 10 years ago or so. He had a really rough patch of life. And that really hit me hard because as much as I really hated him so much mm-hmm. at times, like I've really loved him also because mm-hmm. we shared so much, um, so much history, so much time together. Like we kept each other alive. And my other battle buddy, 
still to this day is one of my best friends. We've been through training together. We've been through Iraq together. We've been through everything together. And we were nicknamed Timon and Pumbaa because <laughs> she was tall and lanky and, you know, meerkat-like. And I'm just short and, you know, all the time. And um, You don't so, look like Pumbaa. I know. <laughs> but it's just one of those things. We were just inseparable. And still to this day she's like my best friend those are just memories that I'll hold on to forever and I've always been known for that every training that I've gone to I was told that I needed to be a comedian or improv or you know I was told you need to do improv if I don't find you doing improv and but you know when I'm on the spot like that I can't do it it's just one of those like I have to just be in my own element and it just has to come naturally when I have to do it I'm like I can't be funny right now. <laughs> right. We're serious. Serious business going on. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm kind of having some flashbacks here of a 4th of July <laughs> dinner, um, barbecue party. It was, I mean, it's, it was your whole street, but it's, it was, it's it was a block across party. the street from yeah, your house. It's a block party. I, that's when um, I it first met you. Year, yes. Yep. Well, I've met you before, but that was the first time that I think I really had a chance to like interact with you more on yes. like a just passing right. by level right <laughs> yep yep that was that was fun but it was the 4th of July who doesn't enjoy the 4th of July yes fireworks galore it is one of our favorite times of year it's the one time that when I'm in control and I know what's happening I handle it a lot better it's always interesting but when you are in that element where you're in a safe space, you know, it's just, you know, people around you that you know, and the kids are having fun. And I think you were um, one of the kids. Oh, we were. Yeah. We got to keep the kids safe. <laughs> I have to keep track of my husband. I was going to say, who's keeping track of who there? <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to. All I know is I remember thinking, man, it's after eight o'clock. It's past my bedtime. I'm so tired. And, you know, here's Angela just having fun and playing with the kids and bouncing around. And I was like, if I could just have a smidgen of that energy, you know, but it was fun. I really enjoyed myself and I got to know you better. I got to know Ryan better. I got to know your kids better. Yeah. You know, so it was a great time. And Matt and Lydia, who, yes. you know, throw like the best party every year. They do. Do they um, still do their Halloween? Yep. They're in the process of um, decorating right now so we we don't imagine. know what the theme is yet but Ooh. um we're we're all set up for for the fun we don't even we don't even bother to decorate i think we have two little decorations in our front yard because we're like the party's over there <laughs> um we take the you know lydia and i take the kids trick-or-treating and uh, my husband goes over there with the candy they have like four buckets set up and we just shut our lights off and don't even like there's no competition that's his time here he's like you guys can have christmas you can have thanksgiving you can have whatever but you get halloween because yeah <laughs> well he definitely has it handled that's for sure yeah, yeah he's amazing they're both great people i love them i know that veterans day means something maybe different to everybody i know what it means to me and how i try to do my part with that and i know it definitely has a place in your heart I was just wondering, one, if you're willing to share what Veterans Day means to you, and then also what the experiences and everything that you've been through, and nobody can truly understand except for for you. And we all, like you said, we all have our own battles and such. But um, this is 
this is a day that we take in remembrance for those that have fallen. Um, but also we want to remember those that have, you know, been there, done that too, because without you and what you've done, we wouldn't have the freedoms that we do have today. And I know that is a saying that has been said a million times over, but in my heart, I do truly appreciate that because I, I didn't do what you did, but I do appreciate what you do, what you did do. And so anyways, yeah. I feel, you know, I kind of feel the same way you do what um, Veterans Day means to you. It's, I kind of step back and look at the big picture and what, um, everybody else views it and honestly before I moved to Wyoming you know being in the military there was things that did celebrations like my unit used to do celebrations we used to go um, you know to like the cemetery and do like a whole ceremony but since I've moved here watching how our community comes together um, the schools how they teach our children the importance of Veterans Day and how our community comes together. I have never viewed Veterans Day the way I do now. Um, because really, it comes down to the support of our community and our, and our friends and our family and showing that they understand what we've gone through. And it's not only celebrating us, but it's also our family. Under, having them understand the importance of what we've been through and what we have done to bring our nation to where it's at. And that's what we support on Veterans Day. It takes a lot to keep America running and it takes a lot to support America and all the other countries that we support. And not only just supporting the living veterans, but the ones that have fought to bring us where we are today and you know to keep people going to keep people wanting to do the right thing and support others and there's nothing like it there's just really nothing like it and to know that you that you have that togetherness it really means it means a lot because there's so many people that don't support mm -hmm. yes it's there's, very... there's so many that don't understand it's our job is as adults to, to teach our children the importance of it, the importance of the flag, the importance of um, standing up for our country and for ourselves. And there's not enough of us that do it. No, there really is not. And that's kind of, that's what David does for a podcast. And he's just really making that call to action. Yeah. Like what? It's so important. It is our job to teach our children. We went to, we went to New York this summer Mm. and took our kids to the 9-11 Museum and the Statue of Liberty and everything. And it was everything that I hoped it would be. I literally, I cried the entire time that I was there. Mm -hmm. It's It was such a touching moment mm -hmm. um, for them to see what brought us where we are today. Like I said, our teachers do such a good job of celebrating that. But most of these kids don't really know what 9-11 was. Mm -hmm. And for them to see the impact that it had on our nation and to actually learn about 
what happened, how many people died, when people stood up and, you know, stood for our nation and what it felt like the day after 9-11 when so many people came together, like, that's America. Mm -hmm. That's what we stand for. And it brought a whole new light to them understanding and it was everything that I imagined that it would be. And I mean, they asked questions and they, you know, they just, it brought them so much closer. They gave hugs and they, they understood what it takes every day to lift others up and just be, you know, not just think about yourselves, but it was such an amazing experience and that's what we need to do every day is remind ourselves why we're here and why we fight for what we have and don't take for granted anything i know that i have my days every oh, day oh we all do i struggle I, every day <laughs> sure sure and then i stop back and then i step back and think or even if it's like if it you cut a, cut your finger and mm-hmm. you're like oh you know but then mm-hmm. you realize how much you use that finger yeah and it prevents you from being able mm-hmm. to do other things. Well, it's yeah. kind of the same idea. It so. is. It is. Like, there's things that happen. You're like, oh, my God, this is in the moment. It's horrible. It's uncomfortable. Right. And then I remind myself, you know what? I've been through, through worse things. Mm-hmm. There's other people that are going through way worse things. It's a huge inconvenience. But you know what? I can survive. Right. Absolutely. And you I have. can survive. It's just, it's it's mentally preparing yourself for that and talking to yourself and just like, you know what? It's a big mental game. Life is a big mental game and you've got to be strong. You've got to be willing to talk to other people. You have to mm-hmm. be willing to support other people and ask for support um, and normalize it. Sure. It, it needs to be normalized because yes. mental health, for one, just all around is... is been an issue mm-hmm. in our country for years not just the last yep. few years they're saying you know well the covid really brought out mm-hmm. mental health and now they're taking a look at it but people have been yeah. suffering with mental health for they have and it's centuries. when people had a chance to sit around and be in their own head is mm-hmm. when that's why a lot of us veterans you know we're on the go all the time because it's like we don't have time to stop and think about mm-hmm. it <laughs> so i'm always like you know, when I find like nighttime is the hardest for me. Sure. When I'm, you know, with myself and I, you know, even when I'm not thinking about something, but that's the time that I just really learn what I need to do within mm-hmm. to, you know, to change that. What do I need to address? Is it other habits or mm-hmm. do I just need to work through it? Mm-hmm really no different from somebody that's coming out of addiction yep. or yep. when you have time kind of to trauma. stop and think about it you have to have another mm-hmm. coping mechanism to help you through it you can't just you can't just quit something cold turkey and not have an alternate route you i mean everybody has addictions you have you give up one addiction for another but you pick a healthy addiction you pick something that is good for you that's going to help heal your mind your body and your soul and help you through each day in the best way that you can. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, it works for everybody. I know that I mean, road very well. <laughs> and I'm proud of you for that. I mean, oh. to see you in this light, well, thank you. um, is so much different than when I met you <laughs> yes. many years ago yes, it at is. the 4th of July party and, um, just how far you've come and the, and the person that you've grown into and look at where you're at now. I know. Certified and just, an you know, I mean, it's amazing. It truly is. But you have to put the hard work to it. You do. And when you do, nothing can stop you. Yep. 
and you have the support. Absolutely. So, well, I am very thankful that you took your time out again today to talk to me, and I do appreciate that. And the last thing that I just want to say to you is welcome home. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks again for joining me today on the special series for Honoring Women Veterans. Be sure to check out my website, theheraffairwithchristine.com, and I will have a couple extra pictures posted under the show notes of Angela while she was in service. Be sure to like and follow the show so that you don't miss out on a single episode. Join me tomorrow for part three. I'll have another lady veteran that I have interviewed, and I know you're not going to want to miss out on this either. So have a great rest of your day, and remember, it's not always about the hair, and we'll talk again tomorrow.